What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you're listening to the 80s Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we're back with another tribute. This time is for Common, his fourth album, right? Sounds right. Yeah. Like Water for Chocolate released March 28th, 2000. And we're, we're following up on our, I guess, Electric Ladyland trio, <laughs> if you will. We The first one we did was with, with Badu. That was a couple years ago we did that. Yeah. Last year, whatever. That sounds right. And then uh, we just did the voodoo with the uh, guest feature highs as well. Yep. And so it got me thinking. I was like, all right, maybe I need to go back and actually be, go back and really re- revisit this album thoroughly because I, I feel like this is an album that you've probably wanted to discuss a while and I just haven't been as passionate about it as you. Maybe. Is that maybe. fair? Maybe. I, like, I always say that this is the common album that I revisit. So okay. you know, I'm always happy to talk about this track. Uh, for me, the common album that I always revisit is uh, One Day Would All Make Sense. Right. And in fact, um, Like Water for Chocolate is an album that I did listen to once in 2021. I forgot right. when it was, but at some point, like I listened to it on Spotify, not on the CD, but on Spotify. And I kind of felt the same way about it on that most on that listen that I did back when I when I, when I heard it, you know, back when I was younger. Okay. Um, and I think that was the first time I had heard it in like, you know, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 years, whatever. Hmm. Um, but obviously I've been listening to it a lot on on this recent cycle. So mm-hmm. we can uh, we can get into it. So yeah, but we kind of touched on that a little bit. Where were you when this album came out? Um, Oakton High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was living in, in the Virginia area. Okay. Um, the main thing I remember about this album is that I bought this album and Supreme Clientele on yes, the same day. Yes, I talk yes, about yes. that all the time. Yeah. And um, so I bought this album. Um, I remember the first feature was uh, or the first the first featured single what was Six Sense that yes. I remember. Yeah, they had and the video. And at the time, right at the time, it's like. You go to DJ Premier to, to, to validate you. If you get a DJ yeah. Premier joint, you're, you're hip-hop mm-hmm. royalty, right? So mm-hmm. he gets this DJ Premier single. I'm, you know, ruckus. I got my backpack. Yeah. So this is like right down he my delivers. lane. Yes. He delivers. Oh, Absolutely, and, he delivers. And it's wild. Like, this is one of those Bilal records that you don't realize Bilal's on it. But then when you really think about it, you're like, yo, he killed that shit. Yo, I can't wait to talk about Bilal on this record, <laughs> <He's so good>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh But yeah, so, so, you know, Heard the Sixth Sense and... That that was all I needed. Yeah. I had I had to buy the album. The other thing I remember about this, which is hilarious, I buy the album. At the time, I'm I'm a hooper. I go to I go to Oakton. I'm dating this chick that's a hooper that goes okay. to Annandale. Word. Oh, okay. So uh Oakton so, to Annandale. That's that's a that's a quite the drive, sir. It's, it's, it was a move. We met at uh we met at actually um that that Herndon Step Show. One that, of the infamous uh, ones. Yeah, the crazy joints. I met Shorty there. But anyway. So, uh, so this album comes out, and I hear the light for the first time. It's not okay. a single yet. It has yeah. no, there's no press or anything around it. And I'm like, "Yo, this song is beautiful. This mm-hmm. is like, this is gonna be our song." Yeah. So I'm gonna tell Shorty. Oh, tell that's her nice. That's sweet. So, so, I, so, sweet. I, so I get her the album so she can hear the song, and she's like, "Yeah, I never heard this before. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fine, <laughs> you know, right?" So she's not feeling it, and I'm like, "That I think that was the light bulb moment for me that like." Like people don't listen to music objectively yeah. because maybe a month or two later, the light comes out as a single mm, with okay. Erica Badu in the music video. Yeah, and then she's yeah. like, "Oh my god, I love that song!" You know, it's on the radio, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, like people don't like people don't like listen to music and be like, I like this or don't like it. They need." someone to tell them like, this is good or this is not good. Yo, that's so. how I felt about yeah. um, Kanye West when he did Gold Digger, which okay. that's on graduation, right? Or is uh, it on late registration? Late registration. It is? I think All so. right. So 
Late Registration is, is, is an album that I, it is an early Kanye record that I do like. But I remember the first time I heard Gold Diggers was actually in the club. It was the H2O. And I'm like, I'm listening to it. And they played it right after um, Fantasia's uh, Spend It On Me record, whatever. Okay. I'm not a, like, I'm not a gold digger, blah, blah, blah. Spend it uh, on me, this, okay. whatever. And okay. then the, the DJ mixed in Kanye West Gold Digger. It was the first right, time I heard it. Right. And I'm like, yo, what is this? Yeah. This record is slamming. Right. Everyone else was just like, whatever. Because it was like early in the club. Right, right. And then, of course, two weeks later, same spot. Yeah. Shit's going nuts because yeah. it becomes a hit. Anyway, but but go so ahead. Super sad. But yeah, so so push shorty onto that joint. I think that was a that was kind of an eye opening uh, situation for me. And then the last thing I'll say about c- kind of the where I was because this was actually right before I moved to Belgium. So um, so these albums I was listening to them a lot. And Common Like Water for Chocolate was like the album when I first bought the two. Gotcha. And I was like, I was like, this is great. And then yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this Ghostface guy talking about? You know, like, <laughs> I, like I liked it. But then, but then, you know, I'm, I'm in transit. My family's moving. We're packing. We're doing. So I'm listening to these albums a lot, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And like very quickly, Supreme Clientele becomes the oh, album yeah. that I listen oh, to yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. And like Water for Chocolate kind of goes on the shelf. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, comparatively speaking. So where were you? So I'm kind of in a very similar place, uh, both geographically and with what I'm listening to, right? right. Um, you know, I'm like Braddock High School. This is going, this is my junior year. It's the spring of my junior year. Um, this is at the time when like Kalma and I are rapping together in right. our group, along with Koi and our friend Greg Tribal. Um, we actually, there's a beat on this record that we took, an instrumental that we took to record a track. Yeah, uh, I'll get into that when it comes up. But um, I'm listening to all that same type of stuff. Like, like I'm in the raucous lane. Right. Um, I'm in the, you know, Supreme Clientele is also a record that I'm very excited about. Right. You know what I mean? Because as we mentioned previously on the podcast, right? Like Wu-Tang was releasing projects that were just not good. <laughs> and I would just wanted them to be good. Right. And then Supreme Clientele, like I was in that, I was in that lane where I was like, well, I want this to be good. But yeah. I actually like it. Right. And then it's just like, nah, this shit is slamming, right? Uh-huh. Um, but very much like Common is also in that Ruckus lane, even though he's yeah. on MCA, MCA, he's not with Ruckus. Right. Um, but then also, you know, I'm starting to like G, I'm starting to appreciate Jay-Z a little bit more. Okay. And like by this point, like Biggie, like I've I fully understood like what I was missing with Biggie, right? Like so, so I'm like fully writing, fully understanding like all the MCs that I like. And that's when this album comes out. That's where I am musically. Okay. I do remember the video. I was very much attached to like, you know, uh, the BET, light or six cents. The uh six cents. Okay. BET, BET Rap City. Um yeah. the video was was everything, you know. It was dope. Uh Revolution will not be televised and right. you have a riot in the streets. It'd be a song that would be a very, very appropriate release nowadays, video wise, right? Like yeah. the energy is very reminiscent of things that we've seen yeah. in the last two or three years. Um and then so, you know, to, to have that Gil Scott reference mm-hmm. and then to have like the song hit with with that beat and Bilal on it is crazy. Mm-hmm. And like Common delivers lyrically. Yes, like yes. this is peak Common <laughs> lyrically for me. Like okay. this, I'm not saying this is best verse on the record, but like mm-hmm. you can make the argument that it is. Like he's just, like, every single verse he's just killing, right? Yep. Three, three high 16s, that shit is fire. And so I'm like, all right, like Water for Chocolate. I'm familiar with the book because I read the book. I don't remember much about it, but I read okay. it. I read it in middle school. So yeah. I'm like, oh, like Water for Chocolate, cool, cool cover art, all that other yeah, stuff, which we'll get into. We'll, we'll get into that. Yep. So yeah, so that's kind of where I was. So I was very, very excited about this record. Um, yeah, so you know, that's 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 where I was. Yeah, dope. Yeah. Um, should we get into uh some some critical reception? Let's. 
What's your take on the critical reception? I feel like this is something that was received pretty well. Yeah, like I remember it being received like okay well. Like Yeah, like like, like a like, B plus. Yeah, like yeah. a four out of five. But yeah. then but now I'm looking at I'm looking at the wiki and it's it, it's saying all these stellar reviews. And yeah. I'm wondering if they're like People when people go back and review something, probably yeah, I think that's fair because I I remember at the time, like like mind you, you know I, I mentioned this before in the podcast that I'm kind of going into hip hop at a time where like a lot of the music that I like is really really good, mm-hmm. and the music that I'm going back to revisit like they're all classics. Okay, and so to hear common and to hear this album in that sense, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily land. The way, like, for example, like, real talk, this album is not as good to me as Black on Both Sides. Like, it just isn't. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and so, and, and the thing is, my brother actually put me on the comment first mm-hmm. because he bought One Day Would All Make Sense because he liked that retrospective record right. with, with, with Lauren Hill. Yeah. And I'm listening to a lot of those cuts now because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm into the roots. Common's on the, on the roots album. So right, I'm like, oh, right. let me go back and listen to this One Day It All Make Sense. You have joints like uh, like the invocation, real nigga quotes, oh, retrospect movie. for life. You've got um, hungry. Hungry is my fucking shit, right? Mm. And of course, you have like all night long, and then the, the joint with cannabis. Like I love these records. Like love, love, love these records. I'm not mm. saying that 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 album is like stellar top to bottom, but like the songs that I love on it, like I absolutely love. So I'm really right. getting into that common that that common bag, and I think this one didn't necessarily quite land for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was cool with giving it like a, a B B plus, okay. right? Um, which I which I thought was fine. Like it was a good record. I just didn't necessarily love it. But now, I mean, yeah, I guess according to the the wiki, what we're seeing in the critical reception is that you know this is an album that is that is very very much appreciated. Yeah, and I think something to also keep in mind, right, is the the way our musical lexicon has changed yeah. as 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 in terms of just everybody's yeah. level, right? So one of the things that I noticed in a lot of the uh, reviews. Is they talked about how like how you know musical this album is, mm-hmm. and they and they used words like you know it's got jazz, funk, and soul mixed into it, which yeah. tells me that Afrobeat mm-hmm. was not a part of the lexicon. This right? is correct. This so is so they could, so they I'm couldn't. So, so glad you brought that right? up. Right. So they could they they couldn't describe what they yeah. were hearing, and yeah. so they're saying oh ja-, you know so they weren't able to like kind of have the conversation yes. that we can have now because yeah. everybody knows Afrobeat now, right? Like yeah. fellas, like a part of musical discourse yeah. everywhere now. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing too, which we'll get into, but I, I think one of the reasons why this album is so appreciated is because some of Dilla's best hits are on this record or some of his best songs, mm-hmm. like hits and just like other deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily, they don't necessarily connect with me on the same way, uh, same way that the other people do. We'll okay. get into that. Okay. And so I think though that if you're a Dilla fan, like Dilla wasn't someone who was like huge at the time, right? Right? Like he wasn't even going by Dilla; he was going by JD. Mm-hmm. And I think that now after Dilla has passed and a lot of more people understand Dilla's contributions okay. and they love Dilla, that's true. Then Dilla, they go yeah. back and they're going to pick up this album, which for as much as you can say about the Soul Quarians, yeah. this is really a Dilla album, right? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I so never I thought about that. And I think that you could probably make the argument that maybe this is Dilla's crown jewel, maybe. That'd Maybe. be a tough argument to make, but I, but, I, a, but I feel it. You, you can make yeah. the argument, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I think that that's probably why, retrospectively, this is an album that, you know, is very, very, very well, well received. Yeah. And like I said, even at the time, this is a well-received mm-hmm. album, but I think that it's probably seen more positively now than it yeah. was at the time. I think also Common being who he is to us now as this, yeah. like, 
multi-hyphenate, you know, actor slash rapper yeah, slash true. all these things. Um, this was kind of the album that made him a star. And and so I mean, well, so to piggyback yeah. on that, I wanted to yeah. bring up a, one of our one of our listener comments. So okay. this is from uh, Nate Jeezy, our boy Nate Jeezy mm -hmm. at uh, at DJ Nate Jeezy on Instagram. Uh, he said, for a large portion of the country, Like Water for Chocolate was their first serious introduction to Common right. as an artist. For fans who have been tuned in since 1992, we had be we have been patiently waiting for the pieces to come together both artistically and commercially. The power in numbers mantra paid off as the Soul Quarians Collective found their audience and elevated themselves into a creative and commercial force, even if only briefly. The Roots as well have been struggling for years to find their footing in the in in the, in, in the industry. They kicked the door when things fall apart, but from this collective, like Water for Chocolate stands as the most soul quarian of the soul quarian album mm. projects. Common fully embraces the artistic and spiritual growth that he teased on One Day It Would All Make Sense mm. while still being relatable, entertaining, and lyrically sharp. So I, hey. I, I think that kind of touches on, on, on some of the things that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't have said it better. So yeah. shout out to Nate Jeezy. Man. Shout out to Nate. Yeah, this yeah. is this is uh this is his favorite artist. I'm not sure if this is his favorite album from Common. Okay. Um, I think that. he likes Resurrection, and even one day it would all make sense a little uh, bit more. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but I I, I think he kind of sums it up nicely there. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. So, um, um amongst your peers though, at the time, mm -hmm. were people really connecting with this album for you? So I guess I have to segment my peers. Okay. Um, you know, I'm a rapper at the time. So yeah. so I have friends that also rap and stuff like that. So among us ruckus heads and hip hop nerds and whatever, yes, we were talking about this album. Okay. Um, among like my classmates and stuff like that, like just people who just were kind of casual fans, it wasn't until he put out a video with Erica Badu where people started to talk because then that it became like the whole, why is he wearing crotchet knit, knit <laughs> pants? And, you know, Erica Badu is crazy. And yeah. blah, 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 all, the, all the weird discourse that has nothing to do with music yeah. is what made people talk about this. But gotcha. other than that, no, how about you? Aside from the people that I mentioned, Koi, Greg, and Kalma, Carlos, Aside from them, I don't remember discussing this album with anyone else. Mm -hmm. And we we enjoyed it, but we were we were also still very much like, you know, Pharaoh Marsh was, was right, doing right, some right. things, still very much on the most depth tip. Like we like those things, I think, a little bit more than this one. So you didn't hear people talk about the whole, oh, is he dating Erica Badu? Nah. Whatever, whatever stuff. Okay. Because nah. I heard that a lot. Nah. I mean, yeah. the light was definitely was a hit. It was a success. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was it was it wasn't just a hit on the on the video. It was a hit on the radio. At least around here, it was. Yeah, but you know, the, the video pops, and then, oh, no. and then they start to put it in rotation. What I'm saying though is that like Sixth Sense had a video that they didn't have. It wasn't on the radio. The light was was also a single that was on the radio. Yeah. So it was a big deal, is what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, okay. if if Erica Badu was in the Sixth Sense gotcha, video, gotcha. that would have been on the radio too. That's, all right, maybe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> might, might have a point. Yeah. All right, so let's get into some highlights and lowlights. Let's start with the uh, highlights. What you got? Um, I, I, mean, I know you're gonna yeah. start with the musical, the musical contribution. So let's just get yeah, into. It. I mean, so Jay Dilla, of course, yeah, of course right? Of course. Um, you, I, I'm much more of a Jay Dilla head probably than, than you, you are, are and Absolutely. probably most, right? I just bought his book. It was, it was the book about his, his life. It was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jay Dilla, and 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 you actually, I, you said it better than I could have said it, right? Like I think this really is common in Jay Dilla's album, yeah. and um, this is the most Jay Dilla album of the kind of Soulquarian mm -hmm. collective. Cause yeah. you know, Voodoo, there's actually no Jay Dilla beats on it. You right. know, uh the the um 
things fall apart if you want to kind of call it in that in that Socorian canon because it would it came it's got out one right it's got like one or two right it's dynamite dynamite and, and that's then, the only one I can think of yeah so you know I mean this is like multiple Jay yes. Dilla compositions on here there's verses from Jay yeah. Dilla and everything so Jay Dilla love him he's great he's on here yeah um uh Roy Hargrove yeah uh yeah man R- just, rest in peace Roy Hargrove I didn't know he passed away when did he pass away like 2018 Oh, I didn't know I that. that either. I just found that out today, wow. actually. Rest in peace. Yeah. But um, but he's great on this album. Yes, he is. He's 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 excellent on this album. Um Bilal and Jill Scott. Obviously. Yeah. Bilal, period. Bilal, let me, get, Bilal let me give Bilal his yeah, his Bilal, his yeah. shine. Bilal for sure. But I forget that Jill Scott is on Funky for You. Yeah. And then I listen to it and I hear her ad libs at the end, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's killing this. Yeah. So she's amazing. Um Vinia Mojica. Not even for her musical contribution, just because she's beautiful and I'm happy that she's on the album. <laughs> she's on the intro. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yes. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I think she's the person saying the like the Yoruba chant, but she sounds like she's from South Africa, but that's another that's thing for another time. <laughs> um, DJ Premier. Yeah. Uh, always great. Um, who else will I will I give a, a shout to? I guess I'll give I'll give one to Macy Gray. Okay, she's not um, technically on the album though. Well, so the the version of the album that I had, I think, has the D'Angelo joint, but yeah, the new yeah. the version that's on the streaming Sp- now yeah, has, Spotify, has yeah. Macy Gray, which is weird. And I think the Macy Gray song was a bonus cut on the album that I had, or something like that. I is not on mine at all, okay. which is weird. We'll get into that, but there was yeah. a video for it for the Macy Gray joint. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Was it on a soundtrack or something? I don't. We'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, and then and then actually, let, let me let me. I can't. Not say common. Yeah. Common is also a highlight That's for fair. me. Um, and the reason I'll say he's a highlight is, you know, back to what Nate Jeezy said, like he really commits. Mm-hmm. Like, and in on this album, he commits maybe more than he committed to anyone else's vision on any other project that he's done. Okay. Like he like really leaned into the whole like Dilla swing. He's mm-hmm. even got a record where he steals like one of Slum Village's flows. Like he's he's clearly in this world of like we're gonna do this we're gonna talk about the afrocentricity we're gonna we're gonna rap with a certain swing like and and i I like that he committed so much on the album okay so what else you got so um i didn't the only actual the only i i listed soul cranes as obviously as a as a highlight because i had to yeah um and i listed Bilal as well um separately as soul cranes even though i guess he was part of the soul cranes maybe um (laughs) The packaging of this album oh, is great, right? The title, sure. the art, yeah. the CD, yeah. the, the the booklet, the booklet material, yeah. right? It's not like the standard glossy like booklet. It's like no, it's it like actually green. feels like it's like a textbook yeah, or like yeah. a, like a like a I don't know. Just it's very very um, yeah. mature. It's just it's a yeah. really really great packaging of it. Yeah. Uh, the sound beds. The sound beds on this album. Oh, you are mean incredible. just like the like this like the little skits, like almost the, the, skits. The, the end tracks. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. Yeah, they like there's good. like five of them on here. When yeah. we go through the songs, like I'll point them out. Yeah. They're like incredible sound yeah. beds. Yeah, they're really good. Um good and transitions yes, between the songs. Yeah. Really, sure. really, really good. Yeah. Um and those are the only real highlights. Uh those are the only other overarching highlights. Can I, I make a comment about about the um so you 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 talked about kind of the packaging in terms of like album title, album yeah. art, and everything. Yeah. This is where Common, to me, is the most Nas-like in his career. Okay. In that, like, he has a great a great concept. Like, the concept of, like, Like Water for Chocolate, like yeah. the book, and the reason the book is titled that yeah. and everything are great. 
Yeah. But then when you hear Common in interviews describe why he named his album that, he can't describe it. And that just tells me that the niggas like logic just doesn't connect, right? Like, so it's <laughs> like it's like that. yeah, so it's like, oh yeah, why is it called like water for chocolate? Well, um, in the book, there's this woman and she cooks and she has a lot of passion for the things that she cooks. And that's how I be with my rhymes. Like I got a lot of passion for my rhymes. And it's like, bro, that's what you took away from like water for chocolate. And then and then the 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 the, the image, the Gordon Parks image of the girl yeah. drinking at the water. Uh, yeah. To me, that that's a perfect moment for you to like really make it deeper. Yeah, and you don't even mention the shit, in your, bro. Oh, I hate, I hate when niggas got deep shit and they they can't articulate their deep shit. So that's gonna segue into my low lights, um, <laughs> overarching low lights. But okay. what I will say about the like water for chocolate. So obviously it's it's a book. It was right. written I think nineteen ninety two or -ish. well the movie's ninety two. The book, the book was 91? from seventies or something. Is it? I think it's like I think the book is actually around the same time. Really? I think so. I think so. Um, but it's a Spanish phrase. It's a como agua para cho chocolates. Right. And it basically means one's emotions are on the verge of boiling over. Right. Um, and it was like a common phrase just because I think uh, in that part of the world where that phrase came about, like hot chocolate is actually made with boiling water instead, exactly. of, instead of milk. So yeah. that's kind of where that comes from. Um, one of my overarching lowlights okay. is that I feel... Like, would you call this a conscious record? 1989. Oh, it's 1989. Yeah. So it's close. Yeah. It's close. Would you call this a conscious record? It, it, it tries to be. It tries to be. Like, Black on Both Sides to me is definitely a conscious record. <laughs> Yo, you right? know Train of Thought, it, to me, is a conscious record. Okay. Um, There are other conscious records. I feel like there are aspects of this album that are very, very, very conscious. Okay. And then there's other aspects of this album that completely swing in the opposite direction. And I'm, I'm actually fine with that yeah, because yeah. he kind of even like pokes fun of that concept. At one point, yeah. But then I go back to Things Fall Apart. Uh -huh. The packaging of Things Fall Apart is incredible. Yeah. The album touches on that <laughs> not at all. Right? You're right. And, You're I, keep, right. and, I, and I've said this I've said this so many times on the podcast and I'm going to repeat it again today. <laughs> things fall apart. The album itself, like uh -huh. they're not talking they're about, about any of that shit. stuff. They're just rapping to rap it. Right. Rapping. There's three songs that have <laughs> even a subject matter and they're not even all that conscious, right? But yet the, when you look at that album, you're like, oh, we're going to yeah, talk right. about some deep shit right. here. Not nah, dude, that's not what it is. It's and I the feel miracle, like miracle, miracle, so the cynicals. <laughs> don't be wrong. Like I love you that. You know what's great? It's a great album. I love that album so much. I love it so much. Nate Jeezy's gonna kill us for, for saying something about it. I know it's coming. Tage might kill us too, right? Because Black Thought is his favorite. It's his favorite yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, favorite yeah, MC. Yeah. But like, like Water for Chocolate, it's not as bad as Things Fall Apart yeah, in that yeah. in that respect. But I, I feel like you you used all of this packaging to really like sell us on a vision. Yeah. And the, and the parts of this album have it. And then yeah. other parts are like, I mean, not really, kind of, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I and, feel like Common is kind of fake deep. And I feel like he contradicts yes. himself all over this album. Yes. And, I, and we'll talk about it as we like break down the Look, tracks. One of my overarching lowlights is, yeah. uh, aside from the homophobia, and there's some homophobia yeah, on here, and I'm not even referring to the F-bombs, right? Mm. I can give the F-bombs a pass. But like, there's actually like blatant homophobic <laughs> lyrics on here. Yeah. Where he's talking about like, no, nah, if you're gay, don't fuck with me. Like, that's yeah. essentially the... He actually did you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but the other thing too is that like, there's also... Common tries to be too edgy sometimes. Yeah. And there are times when he goes like over the top with the misogyny I, I when it's completely forced and unnecessary. And 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 to, to, to piggyback on that, because I wasn't even going to call this a, an overarching low light, but it, it is. You talked about on the B album how like... There's certain bar, and you said the same on the clips joint. 
There's certain bars where Common really thinks he's he's getting it and he's really not. And I think this album has the worst the worst examples of that. Like, look, he'll say some shit like like deep as a skinny girl's cunt. I was literally and about to like, say that shit. Like, literally, that was going to be the first example. It's like, bro, what, what are you talking why? about? Why did you say why? That? <laughs> like, and the, the thing is, is like, I don't mind you. I don't mind you being edgy if it like if it lands. Right. 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 Like, I I don't I don't care, but like. Nah, you're you're forcing you're yeah. it's like you want us to be you want us to know you're it's like, like oh, oh yeah I'm he, conscious I'm tough. awake yeah. but I'm also gonna slap this bitch like what <laughs> the what? other the other drink that always annoys the shit out of me and it's 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 a small one but it really bothers me because they cut the beat out and everything he says I'm raw hustlers get your bacon soda and then they cut the beat out like he just said the hottest <laughs> shit we've ever heard in our life and I'm like it's not even a great bar yeah. like like what yeah and I'm just like that's I, a low light it is it is a low light because I yeah. feel like on on one hand he's leaning into the whole conscious thing on the other hand he's kind of like like be like but now nah, I don't have to do that like yeah. I can wear a kufi and also be like fuck these hoes yeah and I'm like what. Well, why? <laughs> yeah, it just it feels very uneven at yeah. times. The other one that really, really bothers me, and I was gonna save this until the track breakdown, but I, I, I feel like it just it, it, it fits here, is um so you know this whole album is supposed to be very Afrocentric. Yeah. Um, he you know he starts with a tribute to Fella. Yes. He has Fella's child on the song. Yes, he does. Um, he's got you know all this. Oh, let's Who's go not back even to credited, Africa. By the way. He is right, Femi. Fem- which track is he credited on? The first one. He's not credited on the reprise though. That's nah. him singing on the reprise, oh, and he's not it? credited. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so you know, th- I mean, this is a, a, a clearly a I'm inspired by Fella album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on the track Heat or, or which song is it? Oh, Funky for You. Yeah. He says I'm funky like Africans in France. Hey, and it's like, bro, like you're supposed to be this. We all gotta go back to Africa. Let's all hold our hands and wear kufis and shit. Yeah. But then the Africans in France are funky. So like, which one is it? Is it we're all black and we're all gods and we all gotta go back to Africa? Yeah. Or is it, you know, people that come from other countries that aren't black Americans can't be the African that we want? That is that is cool. Let me see. So around this time, he's like late twenties when this comes out. I understand this. Part of it is like the time. But still, I don't know. Like, so okay, because right, like I, I can listen to incarcerated Scarfaces, and yeah. and Raekwon can go, you know, musty like Africans in cabs, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. And I can, I can be like, this nigga's not proclaiming to be anything other than ignorant, and yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But if Common, who claims to be this African philosopher, pan Africanist, yeah, on his album, he's doing tributes to Fela, yeah. and then on the same shit, he's saying Africans are funky. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like you, you're telling well, me you're it, one thing, so you mean, and so you're something different. So does he does he mean funky as in like funky like James Brown's funky, or does he nah, mean funky as in like stank funky? I thought it was stank funky, I, and yeah, maybe yeah. maybe I misinterpreted. So you know, feel free to light me up in the comments. I don't know. But like, I, don't know. I just feel like this is just another example on this album of like Commons like whole Afro, you know, yeah. pseudo Pan Africanist shit, like just poking holes in his own shit. I, I do think that uh, to be fair to Common is that I think that Common probably didn't understand these things. Like he, I'm sure he understands these things now yeah, better I, than I he agree. did then. And I, I think agree. a lot of us in general, like I didn't understand these things back then. I, de- mm. I would un- have a better understanding of it now. Yeah. But you know, back then maybe he just didn't have an understanding. Yeah, so. I, I just think, you know, don't don't push these these tropes yeah. when they when they work for you that that we're all African and we can yeah. all hug each other. I hear you. And then when you. it when you wanna when you wanna 
turn it off on the same album like that. You're, you're, I, I don't. You're, like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. For you're pandering sure. to get points. Yeah. Uh, and it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna do a track for track, and then we'll just say whether or not it's a highlight, low lighter, meh, whatever. Sounds good. All right. So let's just start it off with the uh, time traveling attribute to to fellow yeah. and. I'm, this better be a highlight for you. This is a fucking highlight for me. So the crazy thing is when I listened to this back when it came out, it wasn't a highlight for me. Right, um, right, I right. think, you know, retrospectively, my my understanding is, is yeah. bigger. Uh, my musical understanding and what I look to artists to give me is different. And so, yeah, it's definitely a highlight. It was a, It's a highlight for me now. It was also a highlight for me back then. Okay. In fact, I think that like the opening run of the album, even though there's some songs in it that I'm kind of like, meh, yeah. the opening like, you know, from intro until like really like Sixth Sense, mm. uh, that whole thing is like a decent run for me. Okay. Um, But I love, I love in particular like the sound of like the like the one two three, mm-hmm. and so to go from this like fella tribute, um, which has you know, like, and at the time like obviously I had no idea who fella was, yeah. um, but I think it's a really really good like intro to the album, and also like the closing sound bed on it as well. I love that 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 funky just yeah. like that's like that's like the Soul Koreans doing their best like it almost sounds like they're like in a drummer circle just like mm-hmm. flowing, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's so I good. think for me, and we talked about this you know previously, but like. I grew up with Fela in my house. Yeah, yeah, So it's yeah. like, you know, I, when, I think when other people experience this, they're like, oh my God, what is this? This is something so different. And for me, I'm like, yeah. No, know? I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I think his, like, his lyrics on this are good as well. Like, it's a really good, it's just a really good intro. The, what, how they distort his voice. Yeah. I think it's cool too. I like um, too. And the time traveling, the fact that we have a reprise from it later I is love good. That. We like that. Yeah. Obviously. So, but um, going into the, the next track, Heat. Yeah. Highlight. Yeah, but for everything but common to me. Okay, that's so. Fair. I love Jay Dilla's hook yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love this beat. Uh huh. And I just, I just wish Jay Dilla got a verse on this. Gym. That might be fair. Um, yeah. this is a highlight for me as well. It's a highlight yeah. for me back then. Yeah. Um, I love how Dilla. I love this Dilla beat. Um, I love this sound, this vibe, this energy yeah. is really, really good. I love the fact that the. The song is called Heat, but the the hook doesn't use that. It says hot shit, but right. it's still called Heat. Right. Uh, I just there's just like this kinetic energy going from the intro to to Heat. For sure. It's just really really good. Yeah, and I have the same run as you, right? One, two, and three. Um, but the, the, this record it, it annoys me a little bit just because I think this is the record that Common feels like he's really spitting, and you can yeah. tell he thinks he's really spitting. Yeah. And this is where you know I'm raw hustlers, get your bacon soda, and all these these things are on here. I, um, I think he, I think he's got decent lyrics on here, but he yeah. also this is probably where like some of like the force, the force edginess comes into play, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of like all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think know. this was also was this also the no it was doing it was the record where he tries to take like all the MCs in the game to task. So we'll talk about that. Maybe maybe. Yeah. Um, next one, Cold Blooded featuring Roy Hargrove, highlight. Yeah, definitely a highlight for yeah, me. For sure. This is our this is our first, I guess. Well, actually, no. The tribute is a Soul Quarian record as well, right? The, the what do intro? you mean by Soul Quarian? So I mean like like, like D'Angelo Questlove that like they're yeah, actually playing. Yeah, I think there's a the, the tribute is for sure. Okay, so and the, then Cold Blooded is also Cold Blooded is also. Yeah, this is this is definitely a highlight. And again, like this, mm. these like the sound and the feel of these first three tracks. Yeah. Uh, I just I I, I love it so much. Um, you know, even having like Razel doing like ad libs yeah. is so it's so dope to me. Yeah, um, but I like, you know. 
It's got that funky vibe that's reminiscent of Voodoo. And I think Common sounds like good on it. Yeah, he you know does. I, mean? I, I feel like he... Like I don't think he's barring up or anything like that, he but he's but he just though. sounds like it's almost like it's like a jam session yeah. and he's just kind of flowing like with over what's going on. I also like the way they distort his voice here as yeah. well. Like it really kind of the grit of it like matches well with with the, with the instrumentation. Yeah, and just a, an, an example of like like how different the perception was like back in 2000 he's mm-hmm. got the he's got this bar where he says like bring a rapper down like bobby did whitney yeah like the, assuming that like bobby brown was the one who like yeah. took her down yeah <laughs> and now it's kind of like well uh, <laughs> so uh but but highlight for you right yeah all right so doing it track four highlight low light meh it's kind of meh now it's kind of meh i probably would have called it a highlight back in the day just because I what what I what I uh, um, went to a common album for yeah. is what he tried to do here. Yeah. Um, however, like just listening to it, it, like you said, it just feels really forced. I think the one thing that's interesting about this song to me is that like how he's kind of evolved from this. So like yeah. he says up, uh, especially when you was bitches Missy. Yeah. Um, and he's like since met like seen Missy like at an award show and he apologized to her and let her know it's that, though, that but the line was a, uh, was a flip on she's this, a bitch the song yeah yeah but I think she took it in a way that was like not that that yeah. might be fair and then um, he's dissing DMX all over this song like like oh, that's he? the that's the um, the invisible man that he's swinging at in this um, back to back LPs that sound the same I surround the game with the full pound of brainstorm uh. Uh, from all these hollering, grunting niggas, this is business strictly. Oh. He's he's talking about DMX. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I think since then he's also like kind of reconciled with DMX. He's cool with him or whatever. But uh, so that's also interesting. This is where he drops his f bombs. He's like in the circle of f's, your name is mentioned. Yeah. Um. But I think what I like about this song, because this is definitely a highlight for me back in the day. Yeah. I think lyrically, it's not so much a highlight now, but the beat still is, especially given the fact that I think this is the one, yeah. Jay Dilla sim- samples Rick James' uh, Give It To Me Baby. Yeah. Which is, which is crazy. Yeah, it's funny. So that story is actually in um, in the Dilla book. Oh, is it? And apparently what happened was, I, for- I so Dilla used to do these beat battles. Yeah. And so like, they would do these beat battles where like, they had five minutes to compose a beat or something like that. Yeah. But then they started to do shit to try to make it like more difficult for the producer, where it was like, you could choose your opponent's records. And so somebody chose that Rick James shit, like, I know there's nothing on this, and gave him that record. And he made this beat, like, in five minutes. And then was like, and then they were like, how the fuck did you make this? Dilla's a genius. He's one of the GOAT producers for a reason. He's in the elite class for a reason. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. that's dope. Um, All right. Oh, one thing I will say about it, I'm sorry, before we go, that transition to the light from doing it is amazing, where it's like, C O double M O to the end. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite transitions. That's a very good one. That's a yeah, very good one. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of the light, uh, highlight. Hell yeah, it's not a highlight for me. What? So this is what I think. This is the reason why I don't love this album as much as everybody else does. Okay. Right. There's there's two songs that are very Dilla songs that I've never really loved. Okay. Um, I like the lyrics on this actually. Yeah. Um, and I respect the song. Mm-hmm. It just never really did any. Like I, I respected it and I enjoyed it because of the commercial success. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Commas on the radio. Like this is right, good. Right. I'm happy for it. Yeah. But I never really vibed with this song. Oh, not man. then. Not when I went to like a Dilla tribute. Not now. I still oh, like it's in my run, so I listen to it. 
But I don't go back to this album because I need to listen to the life. So like, do you like it. the Bobby Caldwell record? That's the, like, it's fine. It's good. Oh, uh, okay. So, because I, I love that record and I love this record. I, the thing is, is it like, I, I know that this is like everyone's highlight. Like, I know that. It's just not mine. Gotcha. And I'm not saying that to diss the record. Hmm. I'm saying that to emphasize the fact that because I don't love this record the way everybody else does, I think that's why... I'm like I think that's why this album is like a, a like a B plus to me instead of mm. like an A plus. Mm. You know what I mean? Like like that that matters. And I don't think I really contextualized it back then. Like yeah. or even or even in in you know last year when I listened to this album, I contextualized it now and I'm like, oh yeah, that's why. Mm. You know what I mean? And so like it's just it's a shame. Like and I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not trying to diss the record. I'm not saying yeah. it's whack or anything like that. I'm just like I it just doesn't land for me the way it lands for everybody this else. This shit is, is fire. Oh, and, I, I, and everyone and, else, say, I, I'm in the minority here. And and I'll also say, you know, we, we've we on previous episodes, you know, talked or bantered about the, the concept of like the girl joint. Yeah. And how a lot of niggas made girl joints that girls don't like. That's fair. And I feel like a lot of people in this ilk, like even a great example is Brown Skin Lady, right? Yeah. Like, so Brown Skin Ladies is a girl joint for sure. Yeah. Um, Many of us in, in our hip hop circles love it. Yeah. Some women love it, but not all women love gotcha. it. Gotcha. Um, the Light is like a yeah. girl joint that all girls love. That's fair. And like, I feel like that was difficult to do in Common's station in terms of this underground, oh, blah, blah. Well, the MC. one that did it before was Method Man, um, You're All I Need. Yeah. The marriage, the, 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 the. But they're underground in different ways. Like, like this nigga's like got a, a record called Knock Champa on his, on his yeah, album. Fair. You know what I mean? That's like, fair, so fair. I was like, you know, Meth was at least the gritty hardcore, you know, like Common was kind of the. I got you. I would uh, say, yeah, but it's yeah, a girl joint. Right, right, right. The girls right. actually like, and the, so, the, I mean, the I think. Remix, yeah. And I think that like, you know, I just re also respect that for Common. Cause you know, cause he definitely tried to do that previously, but this was the one that really landed. Yeah. I mean, look, this is the one that changes his, his trajectory yes um sure. brings them into the commercial spotlight and yeah. i just you know I, i've been to like the dilla tributes where they mm -hmm. do this beat and like everyone is singing i'm like i i know i just there's something yeah. i just don't love this song man I love yeah this song. I, I, I yeah i'm not, I'm not and you're right you're right like this might be the song that made common a sex symbol like i feel like you know we had been listening to common for years before yeah. this but when this video came out with with uh with erica you start hearing girls like, oh, he's actually, he's handsome. Well, yeah, oh, he's, I like, I like comment. You know what I mean? The song is dedicated to Erica as well. I think they were, they were dating yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, but this is another one that also has that, the the sound bed at the end. Mm -hmm. um, another really, really dope sound bed that transitions into our our, our, our next song. Right. So uh, speaking of the next one, Funky For You featuring Bilal and Jill Scott. Highlight? Hell yeah. So I think this used to be a highlight for me. What? Used to? Yes. Back in the day, this was a highlight for me because the 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 song, the musicality of it, Bilal Man. just got on it are so Jill good. Jill Scott sounds amazing on this. Bilal sounds amazing on this. The beat is amazing as well. Yes. The problem I have with it is that like Common's lyrics and his flow are so fucking corny. Yeah, he's corny, man. Like, and I don't think I noticed it back then, but this whole like and to the end. Or forever like, uh, or, yeah. you know, like it, well, fuck, ooh, I stuck to, like, yeah. nah, yo, that's just, I thought it was corny, but, whack. but that was actually the one that I said stole Slum Village's flow, because that's like the type of thing Slum Village would do, and so I felt like he should have just, like, done that shit a little bit, and then got the fuck out the way, and let Slum Village do their shit. You know how I feel about yeah, Slum I Village as, as lyricist, I know. yeah, and so, I, but yeah, I thought it was corny, too, um, when, he's corny on there. When I, when the song came in, like, 
when I was going back to listen to this record, the song came on. I was like, oh yeah, man, like love this track, love yeah, this track. Yeah. And then like two, three listens, four listens, I'm like, man, he sounds corny as fuck on I this agree. record, yo. I agree. So much to the point where I'm like, yes, to be honest, like I wish you just were on like I wish this was just like a Bilal record. Yeah, because low key, like this is also some of James Poyser's best work on this. Yeah, like, those I the keys that. on this shit. This yeah. shit is amazing, except for Common. I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you took Common off of this, it would be a better song than it is with him on it. Yeah. Uh, so, next track, The Questions, featuring Most Deaf. Mel Light, like Mel maybe light. even a low light. Like, I think this is corny. So, to me, this is this is a highlight. It was a highlight back then. It's a highlight mm. now. Mm. It's a highlight back then. Uh, this is one of the records where uh, we took this instrumental. And then uh, we came up with the with the concept of uh, we took questions and we flipped it around to frequently oh, yeah, ask questions. And so we would ask a question, and then one of the other dudes in the cipher would answer the question. Yeah. Right? Um, it was just fun, but like we we all just kind of we all just kind of vibe with it. I think the thing the, the what makes this song bad is common. Common is not good on this. Most deaf like most deaf questions are like fun and clever. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a good good question. Common's questions are just like bad. And so yeah. it's a concept record that I think that if you don't like this track, I can understand why. But like, if this was just like most deaf, mm. if this was like most deaf and, and Black Thought doing this, mm. I think this would have landed a lot better. But comment yeah. on this is bad. But nevertheless, like most deaf is so fun on this record that it's still a mm. highlight for me. I don't even know if I make it to most deaf's verse. Like I, I do not like this song. Well, that's because yeah, comment is comment is not good on it. Um, <laughs> I think that's I think that's fair. So, yeah. all right. Well, next one, time traveling, the reprise, a highlight for you. Definitely highlight. It's a highlight for me, and th that's Femi. That's Femi singing. Of course, at, back mm. at the time, I didn't recognize that. Yeah, now I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that's Femi. And I'm looking through the song credits. And He's not say, on there. Yeah, that is very clearly. If that's not Femi, then that is a very good Femi Kuti impersonator. <laughs> nah, if he was on the first one, he's yeah. definitely on this one too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, nothing, nothing much else to say about it. Just that it's a really good. You know, we we like this one right. one when you have like musical interludes. Yeah. But two, like when they reference other songs, yeah. like I love it. It just adds to the cohesiveness of the project. Yeah. So agreed. Uh now into one of the big ones, uh Sixth Sense. So good. Definitely a highlight. This is probably my highlight of highlights. One of my highlight of highlights. Yeah. Um, I mean, talk about, look, I know that like Premiere and Nas, Nas is like, is like, I know that that's probably like one of the best like collabs ever. Like mm -hmm. I get it. But man, like, Comment like this. This could give it a run for its money. Ball this players is, and actors be saying my rhymes. Like he's just he he is killing. So 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 I was this was okay. I was gonna go through and like pick apart certain bars that I liked, uh, and and I can't because there's so many just good bars on here. Right, Morpheus in his hip hop matrix exposing fake, fake shit. shit. But he the, has so many. The one bar that I did decide to quote. Okay. Was actually uh, well. Okay, there's one that uh, you know. If I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean, mean I'm, I'm hating, hating, right? I love that too. That's good. But the but the the one other one that I decided to write down was for now. I appreciate this moment in time. Ball players and actors be knowing my rhymes like that shit. I don't think I really understood that at the time. But it's yeah. just like we kind of look at these rappers as being like larger than life figures that got a lot of money. And the truth is, is like while some of them got successful. Um, and some of them have bread. A lot of them are just like doing well for themselves. Right. They're not really able to floss like that. Right. And so the fact that one of our musical heroes, if you will, is like, nah, like there are other people that are bigger Higher, than me. Yeah, like, yeah. And like the ball players and the actors, like they know my shit. Like 
that's real. Right. That right, shit is right. dope. Yeah. And that shit, that shit to me lands way more than not to really drag him into this, but like when Quali, when when Jay Z like shouts out like Common and Quali, yeah. like whatever, right? Like right. I I've I've always kind of rolled my eyes at that. Uh-huh. But this one here, ballplayers yeah. and actors be knowing my rhymes, like. Nah, like that shit is very weighty. But the whole, the whole, this whole song, yeah, whole song yep. is just he's just barring up. I agree. Um, I agree. But look, let's talk about like the real, real highlight of this. You know, we talked about Premier, we talked about Common, fucking oh, Bilal. Oh, my man. God, oh my God, Beachy so Coat. Yeah, he is. Yo, he is. To have, and you know, that's it. That's all. <laughs> yo, to have a hook where he says, and you, you know, know, yes, yes, you know. yes, you know, <laughs> and you know, yes, you know, hey, hey. hey. And you know, yes, you like that's uh, the simplest hook that is. Is like, oh my god, that shit is like one of the greatest hooks I've ever heard in my life. Amazing, and the niggas, the niggas in like three different octaves on the right, like he's going (laughs) crazy and saying nothing and going crazy. It's the perfect hook. It's perfect. It's it's crazy to hear Premier talk about this record as well, right? So what do you say? So first of all, this is a record that was made for Rod Digger. Um, She didn't like it. She declined it. She did something else that ended up being. And she, p- she picked like Tight or one of them other records on her. She picked song. something else. I forget yeah, what it was. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but Common ends up taking this, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know how you know how Premier does. So he makes a beat and he's like, yo, like I'm scratching the records on the hook. Common's like, nah, yo, I want this dude to, to sing the hook. Mm-hmm. Premier's never heard of Allow at this point. Okay. Right? And so Premier's like, nah, 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 I'm going to take it home. I'm going to do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Common's like, nah, fuck this. He puts Bilal on there and okay. sends it to Premier and Premier's like, Oh no, nah, that shit goes. <laughs> I'm going to redo what I'm doing here to re scratch in to work with what he's doing. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, this record. It's so good. So good. Yo, the so ad- good. Bilal's ad libs on this shit are amazing. Yes. I-, I love Bilal. Bro, yes. we, we 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 never give Bilal his flowers. We gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta do his album. Which was the, the, his debut? The one with the Sister Soul and yeah, Love It? We can do yeah. that. We'll, we'll make one, it a classic, one, maybe? One day we're going to do Make that. it a classic I or a tribute? A tribute, man. I don't okay. know. Um, But yeah, this... Man, this record is so good. Yeah. This record is so good. So that ends my run. Likewise. Yeah. Uh, I do kind of want to speak on this next song. Oh, um, we're going to speak on it. Yeah, so... A film, a film called Pimp. So there's a skit that ends The Sixth Sense. Yes. And I actually find it funny. It is funny. So, and 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 I tell you why I find it funny. I find it funny because you know this is where this is common, like not taking himself too yes. seriously, right? Yes. Like he's he's joking on the fact that like he's being seen as this like black revolutionary who loves black queens yeah. and you know and the women love him. He's a ladies' man now, whatever. Yeah. By then, like in the middle, for folks that haven't heard it, it's like he's he's in the middle of an interview and he's talking to this lady and she's. She's saying like you know she, she comes up to him on the street asking right. for his autograph. She's like, oh, yeah. you know, I love you, how you, you betray love black the women. sisters yeah. and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, 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 baby. And then like some chick comes up that's supposed to be his a prostitute, yeah. yeah, that works for him. And he's like, get back out there and make me my money. And he starts slapping her, slapping up. her, yo, yo. Uh, so I I thought it was funny like what they were trying to do there. It's look, I'm not gonna lie. The irony of the situation is funny, yeah. right? Like. Objectively, it is, but it's also hella fucking problematic, yo. Yeah, like, I understand that. Like, and this is this is a good instance of where things in in two thousand and the in the nineties like can't go today. Like, you yeah. can't have skits. Like, 
you can't even have or you shouldn't whatever mm. uh, it, it's it's seen as problematic when you depict rape scenes in movies now right mm. whereas before i you know men weren't really thinking about these things like because mm. we're all we're the ones putting the shit on screen and now mm. women are like hey can you not do that right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this is one of those things where it's just like I get that it's funny, but it's also mm. like the fact that you find like slapping a woman funny mm. is like, it's a problem. Yeah, I feel like they didn't have to go that far. I don't think they had to go that far I, either. I, I honestly think that the skit is good, but the, the song is not. It's, yeah. And and, there, and and I'll tell you why, right? And and so that's, a, it's not a highlight. It, yeah. it might even be a oh, low Oh, it's a low light, light for, me. for me. Yeah. It's and, a low and, light. And, and, and it's crazy because MC Light is one of my favorite MCs. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. She's MC a good Light. choice for this song too. Um, yeah, but like, I don't think that there's anything funny about pimping, like at right. all. And I think as I've gotten older, if one of our listeners said, you know, certain artists are grandfathered in. I like yeah. that, you know. Sure. I grew up listening to Sugar Free. He's from yeah. around my way. So, you know, I can listen to Sugar Free and enjoy it. Yeah. But like anybody else who talks about pimping, especially in any type of way that glorifies it or makes yeah. it funny, it's like the shit's not fucking funny. I get you. I get it exploits you. people. And so... You know, I understood what he was trying to do with the whole like, oh, like a, a female pimp could also pimp a guy. And, and so they're going back and forth with the battle of the sexist thing. Here's the thing. Apparently, the deeper meaning is actually supposed to be like, uh, supposed to be analogous to common in this sense is the, the, the industry trying to take something that is pure MC light the underground MC okay. to then like commercialize them and flip it and get money. Like that's what mm. they're supposed to try to do. Okay. But I had to read that. <laughs> right. Right. Like listening to the yeah. song and even, even, even listening to the song back with that knowledge and like, nah, yeah. Yeah, that's just not obvious. And then, you know, I feel like the big plot twist at the end is like, oh, uh, Oh shit, but then pastors are pimps too. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you could have just fucking said that. Like that yeah. could have been a bar. I, I think <laughs> that so first of all, um, I do like Bilal on this record. I like I like the hook. Right? Um I think Bilal sounds good on here. But I think that this song, while I understand what he tried to do, it's one of those I'm like, nah, you should have taken this shit off the record. Yeah, like yeah. when you have the packaging that we have, like That's when you true. have like this album that starts off with like this fell out tribute and you have all this like consciousness, this or whatever, or quote unquote consciousness. Right, right. To put this on the record, it's like, it didn't land the way you wanted it to land. It didn't right. land for me even back then, yeah. right? Like, that's the thing. Like, I can understand if maybe I liked this song back then and now I'm a grown man and I'm like, right. nah, no. Even back then, yeah. I was like, yo, this song sucks. This song reminds me of the song Rape on the on the Feral Monch album, yeah. right? Like, it's yeah. like, I, you had this crazy deeper meaning or whatever, but like, fuck your meaning. Like, yeah. we don't need this song. <laughs> yeah. So, but I will say though, yeah. uh, the closing sound bed again is fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, this is so good, so yeah. good. So now we get into uh, Nag Champa, Aphrodisiac for the World. Highlight for you? So this is another record where like Common just doesn't deliver. Like yeah. the beat is great. Yeah. Uh, Jay Dilla sounds amazing on the yeah, hook. Like he, he really sounds does. like he sings he for a living. He really sounds amazing And then on the it's hook. just like, nah, Common's all right. So this is almost a retrospective highlight for me because this okay. is not a song that really connected with me back in the day. Right. But the vibe of it now, I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. song is amazing. Yeah. The vibe of it is so good. Like you talked about, uh, Jay Dilla on the hook, even like the song title, like Nag, Nag Champa, yeah, like the yeah, incense yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The beat is good. Um, this is the record where this is the record where he literally says he's like it's rumors of gay MCs just don't come around with me with it you still rocking hookies don't let me find out he did it like mm. all right I can 
While I think it's wrong and bad and cringe to hear the F-bomb drop in these 90s records, mm. I'm also not going to judge the people who did it because I, I do recognize, I'd be dumb and naive and ignorant not to recognize it. Like, we just didn't, we didn't see things the same way right, back right. then. Yeah. Even back then, this is fucking homophobic. Like, this is, this is, this is ugly. To to just say that I think I think it's it's you know you and you remember this time there was the whole like there's a gay rapper and we and we have to figure out who it is and so people would be on there oh yeah there was a thing so like you might you hear on songs people would be like I think you the gay rapper or so there was like there's some gay rapper that's hiding and we and we have to like smoke them out or some shit like that right so like I think I I think that's what it was in reference to but it doesn't excuse it at all right like that's just stupid because look you know that's a word that i probably would have used back then um i didn't use it to in my mind i didn't use it to uh to try to dehumanize uh gay people homosexuals i was just like using it the same way i might refer to like a bitch ass nigga whatever right like Mm -hmm. and neither one of them neither one of them are good Mm -hmm. now i'm not excusing how my mentality because obviously i've grown i've learned that like no it's just wrong you shouldn't use that right but this like even back then had this been a song I'd listen to, like this mm-hmm. is this this is a lyric. Even back then, I'm like, yo, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Right. Like, what the hell? Yeah. This is just straight up homophobic. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that he's grown from this. I'm 99.9 percent sure that. He's but, this is, but this is still like, yeah. yo, like this is bad. I'm sure Common would be like, I was bugging. Like, yeah, like, I he hope so. Yeah. I hope so. But nevertheless, um, look, the song is the song musically is dope. And yeah. again, another good another good sound bed to yep. close the track. Yep. Um, now we have uh, Thelonious. Featuring Slum Village, and I'm assuming that this is going to be a very, very polarizing track for the '80s babies. This is a highlight for you, right? Highlight of highlight. It's a fucking low light for me. Yeah, you, you you're it's, just tripping. And this like, is another one where, again, I've had to go back and realize I'm like, oh, that's why I don't. That's why other people view this album more highly than I do because they love this song Thelonious. And yeah. while I think at the time the beat didn't really connect with me, the beat connects with me now. But still, the lyrics and the flow, I'm just like, yo, I just can't like wait. like you know, bitch. I, like, <laughs> I'm on some ground shit. The, the song bores me. Super microphone is. And, I got a bonus. Your bitch don't want a bonus. Yeah, no, I got a bonus. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? Look, I here, love this here, shit. Here. Uh, I'll say one more thing that's, 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 that's not necessarily negative, but like this is a track that like that makes, this is the track that solidifies Jay Dilla as the best producer on the mic, according to Black Thought. Right, because okay. he thinks that Jay Dilla kills this he shit. He kills this right? shit. Right, and... I never heard him say that, but that's dope. All I can say is, I don't hate the track. Um, it is a low light for me just because I I'm, I get so bored with it. Oh but God. look, you know, I re- I recognize and I respect... I like the song title, Thelonious. I love it. You got to get your ears checked, bro. Uh, nah, I, I, no, my ears, my ears are fine. It just... What I will say is... I don't like the song. It doesn't connect with me, but I respect mm. and understand that everybody everybody likes it. And I think mm. this is one like the light I knew back then. Everybody liked it, and I just like, you know, I mm. I like the song. I just don't love it. Yeah. This is a song that I didn't realize until like like you know maybe like within like last five years or so. And I'm like, mm. oh no, people like this Thelonious song. Love it. Love yeah. It. So why don't you? So now that I've said all the negative <laughs> shit, why don't you go ahead and tell me why I'm wrong and why the song is so? Good? I love this song. So. um, where were you? I remember I remember a specific moment in college where um Jelani and E used to come to my my dorm room and we would, you know, they we would play music for each other. Like yeah. it might just be beats that we were impressed by or whatever. Yeah. There was a period of time where Jay, whenever Jay would come over, 
he would bring Thelonious, and we would just we would just listen to that beat, just okay, just that's on. Dope. Like I I love this beat even without them on it. We would freestyle to it, whatever, and then we listen that's to the dope. song itself. Um, but just the pockets that they choose. Um, supposedly, uh, Jay Dilla and Common, you know, at one point were roommates. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even prior to that, they both you know connected in in terms of like their musical influences, and Thelonious Monk was one of them yeah, that they dope. really really loved, and so. You know, they would all get together and, and play the, you know, um, the, the Thelon- this Thelonious Monk music. So I think what actually happened, if I if I'm quoting the Dilla book correctly, is um, Common would go to Detroit every couple weeks and try to sit down with Dilla to try to get music for this. Yeah. Um, and so, but he really, really wanted to have a song with Slum Village, him and Slum yeah. Village. Heat was supposed to be that song, and so the, the he he got the beat with the with the um the the Jay Dilla hook. Yeah. You know, Jay Dilla did the hook. And Jay Dilla was supposed to lay a verse, and T3 was supposed to lay a verse. Um, and T3 laid his verse, but then he couldn't he couldn't get Ty Dilla down. Like Dilla kept like bouncing, going different yeah. places, and he didn't get his song. He was just like really, really mad. And then at one point he's like, yo, you know, Dilla, like, are you gonna, are you gonna lay your verse on this joint? And Dilla's like, yeah, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then like a couple days go by, and then Dilla comes into the studio and he goes, I got the song. Okay. And Common's mad because he's like, I just wanted you to do the verse on the song that we already did, you know? But then he just, he presses play on it. It's got his his hook, it's got his verse, it's got T3 and Batin, and he's like, this is the song. And Common is so blown away by this joint that he's just like, fuck heat, let's do this song. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, But man, I mean, just the, the... the swing of the drums, yeah. the pockets that it creates, and the pockets that each of the MCs employ. You yeah. know what I mean? Are just amazing. Um, and Jay Dilla raps his ass off on this joint, yo. I, I mean, <sighs> niggas large like an eight X Averex jackets, Kona Gardens we bust like latex sex packets. He, he just MCs ain't trying to ball, they trying to y'all all the time, keep all the rhyme. <laughs> y'all short, yo. His his verse is crazy. This is a this is a beat that I was not able to really appreciate back in the day. Um, I appreciate it now. I, I like I definitely like the beat now, and I recognize that it's like no, it's a, it's a dope beat. But like lyrically, all of them, even Common, I'm like the way they're flowing is just not. It's just not my lane. It's just not. Should have let somebody else look it. Nah, Numbers just, look crooked like King Kong shook it. I, I can't. They're they're flowing aggravates me. It's oh all my I can God, say. It's so good. It's yeah. So, so 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 good. Yeah. This is this is. Might be my favorite Slum Village song. One of my favorite Slum Village songs. Right. One of my favorite comedy yeah, songs. It's all fantastic as well, favorite. right? Yeah, they put on fantastic too. Yeah. I love this song. Yeah, I get you. I think yeah. that if I loved The Light and this song, I would probably think this album was like an A minus or an, even an A. Yeah. Like you, you take out, like you, you know, I can get past, I can get past, um, Payback as a Grandmother, um, which I actually kind of like, even though it's a low light for me. But uh, I think if you just removed a film a film called Pimp, mm-hmm. and I like those other songs, like I'd probably think this is like one of the greatest albums ever. I might. Yeah. So anyway, I saw something on the um, on the critical reception um, on the wiki page that said Mark Lamont Hill, the the political oh, yeah. commentator, said this is his favorite album of all time. And he said he said the thing about a favorite album, if I'm quoting him correctly, is that you're not saying it's the best album yeah. of all time. You're saying that it's the album that you connect with the most. Yeah. And he connects with this album the most. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but another one, another good closing sound bed that goes underneath the voicemail from from Left by His Grandma, mm-hmm. which goes into the next track. Payback is a grandmother. 
Yeah. How do you feel about this song? To be honest, I feel like it's kind of corny. So, yeah. here's the I think beat in, is a, is dope. in a vacuum, I like the song. Okay. In a vacuum, okay. If this were a record that were on like some kind of like raucous sound bombing shit, right. I might I might okay. really okay. really like it. Okay, that's right. Funny. But on this album, and, and and the thing too, like like recognize what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. So. A film, a film called Pimp is not a song I liked back in the day. Mm-hmm. Nag Champa is not a song that I really connected with back in the day. Yeah. Thelonious is not a song that I connected with back in the day. Mm-hmm. Payback as a grandmother. Like this is a really yeah, slow a run. run. You're right. You know what I mean? And so it's just like when we when we talk about like water for chocolate, it's kind of like, yeah. but there's just like there's just gaps in the album that I'm just not really feeling. Now, now retrospectively, like I said, you know, Nag Champa, I can for I can sure. connect with. Yeah. Thelonious, at least on the beat, like I can respect it now. Payback mm-hmm. as a grandmother on its own in isolation mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be silly. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be. It's just like, why put this on your like water for chocolate record? I agree. And I, I said that here. I said this should have been a bonus cut. Yeah. And and I feel like, you know. Similar to how EPMD does Jane. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, uh Redman does Superman Lover. Yeah. Stolen Moments is yeah. like is like his thing. So he wanted to do a stolen moments on the project. I get it, but like, bro, just put that as as a bonus cut. Yeah. So Ghetto Heaven Part Two featuring D'Angelo. And I guess we'll talk about the Macy Gray version as well. Yeah. So um I didn't love this song when I when I heard this album, uh yeah. the with the D'Angelo version. Yeah. I think I liked the Macy Gray version I more. Did as well. Which is interesting because I've read reviews where they're like, oh, how come the D'Angelo uh, joint isn't on the album anymore? This is the best one. And I'm yeah. just like, no, nah, I, I, I kind of like the Macy. So yeah. I felt that way back in the day. And when I went to listen to this in 2021, I didn't listen to mm. the CD. I actually listened to it on Spotify. So I was like, mm. oh yeah, the Macy Gray, like I forgot how much I like this record, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's actually not on the CD. It's not on the one I have. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I used to listen to this song all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how. Maybe I like downloaded it. And the it was like a, joint? What? The, the Macy one? The Macy Gray joint. Yeah, I downloaded it. That's how I got I it. I must have downloaded yeah, it. And did. it was just like on like a playlist I had on my on my yeah. computer, my mom's computer, yeah. whatever. Like that must have been it. Because I used to listen to that record all the time. And right. I loved it. Because right. I love like little, It had a video dance, too, right? had a video to right. it. And you can kind of like step and, yeah, and, and yeah, dance yeah, to yeah. it. And it was groovy. But now... This D'Angelo version uh, is definitely my preferred version. That's what people say. I, I, yeah. I, I, I would have to go back and listen to it. But back in the day, yeah, though. Back in the day, I was like, eh, I don't fun. even remember the D'Angelo version, which means <laughs> that I must have just skipped, skipped this it. song back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah. I did. Yeah. So I crazy. am not a, a big fan of the, the end run, though, to be honest. I I, so. I hear that. Uh, the, so one of my lowlights, one of my overarching lowlights that I miss is just the sequencing of the back half of the album. Mm, okay. Not that these songs are bad, just the sequencing of it is really kind of like like a law. Like I, especially after you start off with with uh, you know the intro and then heat and then um, cold blooded and even going into doing it in the light and funky for you. It's like right, right. oh my god, like what is just like a musical like just just awesome way to start an album, right? You know. So, <clears throat> but nevertheless. Retrospectively, um, retrospectively, the D'Angelo version is a highlight. I think if the back half of the album were sequenced better, I would I would really love it even more. Okay. And the Macy Gray is also a highlight for me as well. I still yeah. like the song. Okay. So, uh, a song for Asada, highlight? No. No. Why not? Um, I I don't like like really really explicit hooks like like where okay. it's like a song for Asada. I love you, Asada. You did a good job. That's you know fair. what I mean? Like, I don't like that. And I love CeeLo. You know I love yeah. CeeLo. But 
you know, it didn't do it for me. I get what he was trying to do here. Yeah. And it's an important story. In yeah, fact, very important I, story. I don't think we had Google back then, but you know, when when I heard the song, I was like, oh, Who's a side of who is this Asada yeah. Shakur? And then, and then I went and like, I don't know, found an encyclopedia or whatever you Yahoo, do you do back in 2000. <laughs> yeah, um, askjeeves.com or something, <laughs> whatever, to, to go figure out like who this person is. Is this a real story? Wow, this is crazy. Yeah. So it taught me something, but I don't love this as a song. I... I am going to say it's a highlight for me. Okay. Because first of all, this is a song that I actually listened to quite a lot back in the day. Really? For whatever reason. I think I think there was just something about the story. Revolutionary like, outlaw. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, but I, I think like musically, it's not my favorite on the record. But I, I am going to say it's a highlight because on an album called that's Like Water for Chocolate right, with all fair. the packaging, right. it's a perfect song to have on there. Yeah. And I think that if some of the other songs were sequenced better around it, yeah, this I would agree. be a really, really, really good song. They should have like put it like dead in the middle of the album or something. Maybe. Yeah, like yeah. like or with, with musical things around it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. So now we're going to get into the the last track, Pops Rap 3, All yeah. My Children. I love I love the Pops Rap I love them. I love it too. So I like yeah, the idea. So I like it. I like it. I like the idea of having your father on, on your album and then having like yeah. close out the record. I think it's really, really cool. Yeah. The other thing too is that this is definitely just like a musical highlight. I think back in the day, this was not a musical highlight for me. It's a musical mm. highlight for me now. Yeah, Kareem Riggins. He's a beast. Covering uh, Water Noka Enemy. Right, It's like, right, and that's right. not something I would have recognized back in the day. And now uh -huh. I'm like, oh shit. Right, what? Right, this shit's right. crazy. Right. So this is definitely um, it's definitely a highlight for me. Even yeah. everything that he's saying yeah. and like the timbre in like his father's voice. Like when you think of like like the old black dad, like this is his voice. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's definitely a good rap. Um, yeah. And I just I, I, I like it. I think it's a really good way to close out the album. So dope, dope. curious though, if you were to if this were make it a classic, mm. how would you how would you do it? We already kind of right. talked about it. Yeah, but. here's what I got. So um, so first time traveling, I'm, I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. Um, so we start there. Um, so two heat. Um, here I add a Jay Dilla verse. Gotcha. You know, so we don't have to hear as much uh, comment on that. Cold blooded. Uh, I have featuring Black Thought and Pharaoh March. Um, Interesting. That okay. that kind of churchy timbre to it, I think, yeah. would be perfect for Pharaoh March's voice. Um, and Black Thought would kill those. Black pockets. Thought would kill it. Yeah. He would kill those pockets. Um, so um, and then doing it, I have. Um, D'Angelo singing harmonies on the hook to just kind of make it a little more yeah, interesting. I like that. And like Most Def as a, as a feature. Oh, Most Def would be good on this. Yeah, yeah you're right. He would have killed doing it. Like yeah. that, that beat is perfect for him. Um, the Light, no changes. Yeah, yeah I, you, you wouldn't agree with that, but no changes. No, 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 yeah. no changes. I'm not changing the light. <laughs> so, yeah. Funky for You, like we said, um, I, I keep Bilal and Joe jo Scott. They sound amazing, yeah. but I feature Slum Village. It's like, if you're going to take Slum Village's flow, at least let me hear them do it. And so it'll be less of common doing, uh, 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 hey, uh, uh, hey, and all that other stuff. Because yeah. I wasn't feeling that. Um, Time Traveling Reprise, perfect. Don't yeah. touch it. Uh, Sixth Sense, perfect. Don't touch it. Yeah. Pimp Skit, I'm cool with the, the skit. Minus the, the slap in the joint, you can you can you can take it up to the. Cause oh, I, I, got again, you. I got Because again, I, I still think it's funny, and I still think that it I, it it picks fun at it's yeah. him picking fun at himself. Yeah, yeah. And so like I like the the picking fun at just no part. no slapping. Yeah, we don't need like, the slapping. Right, yeah, just cool, just cool, the cool. like, yo, bitch, get out there and give me my money. Like <laughs> it's like, wait, what? It is. It is. <laughs> I hate to say funny. that it's funny, but like it is. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Because so, yeah. because common, you know, you see common. He got the the knit shirts and everything. Like it. Like, yeah. He's supposed to be about the sisters. Yeah. So I like that. Um, and then <laughs> you're, you're gonna like this one, Nak Champa. Featuring 
CeeLo and Andre 3000. Ooh, yeah, I like that. So yeah, the same beat, Jay Dilla still singing on it, but less common, less uh, homophobia, yes. whatever else he's doing. And two very introspective MCs that can talk about, you know, the world in the way that he's trying to talk about the world. Um, and then I've got uh, Thelonious, yeah. same deal. Ghetto Heaven, I kept Macy Gray's version. Interesting. However, featuring Erica Badu where Macy Gray was. And like here's that. the reason why. Yeah. The reason Common became a star with the light was because Erica Badu was on it. At that point in time, people realized that they were dating and it became like this big, the same way Andre 3000, when Andre was with was with Erica, it's like, oh my God, like he's with Erica. People yeah. cared. And they, they wanted to consume that relationship. Gotcha. So if they had a song that was the, the two of them together on this album, I think it would have performed even better. So, gotcha. so yeah, featuring Erica Badu and then um, Pops Rap 3, you know, okay. same. And then here's here's my my little- So Noah Sada. Curveball. Uh -uh. Wow, okay. I mean, but I but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I don't think you're wrong. I, like, I, I, if I had to keep it, I would put it in the middle. I don't love it and musically. And improve the hook. Yeah. Gotcha. I do not like that. Gotcha. Um, but I would put it somewhere in the middle because I agree. Like it's great. It's great material for what the album's supposed to be about. Yeah. Um. So then the last like kind of little curveball that I did was um, this was made around the same time supposedly as as Slum Village Fantastic Volume Two. Yeah. So what I did was I chose a few songs that I thought Common would sound good on that he could add to his album to to make it longer. If you know what I mean. If if I'm the A and R and they're making all these things around the same time. So. The first one that I definitely would want is um, Untitled, Fantastic. Okay. I feel like Common's voice would sound amazing on that. And okay. um, I don't know if you know, but it's like, it's like this ethereal sound bed. And like SV, they rapping about whatever the fuck they be rapping about. They ain't talk, talking about shit, but gotcha. at least put like a Common verse on there. Common would kill that joint. Gotcha. Um, the other three records that I chose that Common, I think Common would sound dope on, Climax. I think Climax, we, that's the one with the, with the girl singing. I want you right here in my world. Okay. Yeah. I'd so. have to, I'd actually, I know we did an episode on this album, but yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I, I can't put the, the track titles to this song. Got to. The next one is Get This Money. Okay. Um, And the last is Players. So you're putting all those on. I think, player, player, I know, I know yeah, Player. I think those four records would be records I would consider and I would let Common record to them and okay. then we could decide if any of them fit in the in the gotcha. body of that like you know get this money from a what it's about probably doesn't fit like yeah. like water for chocolate you know what i mean but those are beats that common's voice would sound crazy on and i would try to experiment with them so i had considered the make it a classic exercise mm -hmm. but i think i like everything that you said um i think on i really like who who'd you have on doing it you had most and who else um, and d'angelo i had most and d'angelo yeah and then Cold-blooded, I would not have had Pharaoh Munch. I don't, yeah. I'm having trouble. I know what you're saying, but for me, I, I can't get it to sound the way mm. you, you, you're saying. Pharaoh Munch can sing. So like, I feel like Pharaoh Munch would do something with his voice that would be really creative on that production. Maybe. All right. Yeah. I think Funky For You, I would have taken Common off it or just had him do like a verse. And it's really like, so basically this would be like a, a common... Uh, so common in the Soquarians album, mm -hmm. it's kind of like what it's kind of like what it is, right? Yeah. And so you basically just have a, a a song with like Bilal doing his thing. Yeah. Right. That'd be dope. Um, Questions is a song that I would keep. I would yeah. just want I'd want Black Thought on there, and I would want Better from Common because Com I think problem. Common is what really makes the song so so it's bad. It's so corny to me. Most Def is actually kind of funny on here. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember Most Def's verse. That's 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 fair. I don't even get that far. 
Um, the the pimpin skit. I'm I'm taking off the pimpin skit. Okay. Um, I'm taking off uh, a film called Pimp. I would uh, the Nag Champa. I really like what you said. You said Andre three thousand and you said and Black CeeLo. and CeeLo. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Um, I would keep Thelonious actually, even though I don't really like the song. I would keep it <laughs> yeah. because I think if if it's surrounded by other things, it's cool. I like your your suggestion from Ghetto Heaven. Mm-hmm. I do like that D'Angelo version though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it, but I like it. So yeah. maybe it's on it's something a bonus else. track or something. Yeah. Um, I want. Do you do you wonder what Ghetto Heaven Part One was? Because these are both called Part yeah, Two. Yes. Yeah, well. In the same way, when I heard Shook One's Part Two, I'm like, well, where's Shook One's Part One? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> um, and then a song for Asada, I'm leaving. Uh, although I might try to improve the hook, and uh, obviously a pops rap. So really, I'm just taking back. I'm taking out. A film, a film called Pimp mm-hmm. and Payback as a Grandmother and okay. I would just tweak some other things yeah. and have it just be like a, a Soul Quarians project but like Common is like at the you know so Common and the yeah, Soul Quarians yeah Common and the Soul Quarians um, that's dope yeah, yeah yeah but this is this this is a good record it I just really don't I don't love it uh-huh. Um, but I do like it and I think the reason why though is just because like even though you could probably make the argument that this is more cohesive than One Day Would All Make Sense the songs mm-hmm. that I love on One Day Would All Make Sense I love those records more than these That's ones. Fair. With the exception of like Six Sense, right? Like Six Sense mm-hmm. to me is just like, holy shit. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Six Sense is like, man, it's... I, so I was going to say that I feel like Common is like a system player. Yeah. And that's why he's so great on this album to me is because it's like, like you said, it's like Common and the Soulquarians. Mm-hmm. He's the star, but he's got a great team around him. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in some of his other projects where they try to push him to the forefront, he's just not a great main character. And maybe yeah. that's what you're feeling about B, right? Like, it's just like, you got bored, right? Because yeah. it's just like, he can be kind of boring a little yeah. bit. But um, but I think Sixth Sense is the one example where it's like, no, this nigga can fucking jump out <laughs> of the barring up. He yo. is killing. He really, so, I mean, yeah. you, you got you got Premier at his peak and Common at his peak yes. and Bilal just, we didn't even realize, I'm not sure if that was his peak, but holy shit, the song yeah. is incredible. Yeah, incredible. So, but you, you know what though, because uh, we're going to wrap it up shortly, mm-hmm. um, but upon doing this episode for Voodoo mm-hmm. and doing this episode for like Water for Chocolates mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing this, you know, this Electric, land, electric Lady Land trilogy, if you will, um, So Quarians also did Electric Circus. Yes, mind. yes. I but, which is an album that I I never really listened to, although I've gone back to kind of skim it somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we should do it and make it a classic for Electric Circus. Maybe I I would have to actually listen to that album because exactly. I didn't really. But but that would be fun. Um, That'd be an interesting thought exercise. It's interesting. Exactly. It's probably yeah. a lot of lot of intellectual capital will have yes. to go. Into that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I've also read uh, you know in the Jay Dilla book and have read other interviews where like. Jay Dilla really didn't like the the direction that that Common was trying to take them, and so uh, while the Soulquarians contributed to the album, which they was may not circus have, or Electric Circus, okay. and so while they contributed to the album, they may not have necessarily agreed with the artistic direction and gotcha. where it was going. So that that would okay. be interesting to to, to peep. And, and Panama might actually want to be on that joint because he's he's got thoughts. I think he likes that album. Yeah, let's 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 put that in the put that in the pipeline. <laughs> All right. So, do you have anything? Any other thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts on uh, like Water for Chocolate? No, nah, just you know, I really like this album, and yeah. I, you know, I feel like for folks that you know that 
people whose musical sensibilities have grown since, yeah. since then, yeah. go back and listen to this and you yeah. might be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, there, there's some things that surprised me. Like I said, the, the, the beat for Thelonious didn't even connect with me though. I think the reason why is just because I'm, I find it such a challenge to get into their flows that I wasn't even allowed to really sit with the beat. Now, yeah. like I, I can do that much easier. Yeah. Um, and a song like Nag Champa, I don't know why I didn't connect with that song musically back in the day. I don't think I disliked it, but now yeah. I'm listening to it now. It's like, holy shit. That's how I felt too. Like, yeah. Dilla is is killing it He's on amazing. this verse. One of the things that... that or was, not on the hook, first on the hook. Yeah, on the hook. One of the things that, that was interesting about the Dilla book, to me, that, that also made me... Um, kind of illuminated something for me and you might feel the same when you read it uh is they talked about like jay dilla and t3 and how they linked up and mm -hmm. like why jay dilla liked t3 and like kind of how slum village approached making music yeah. and they were saying that like t3 like the way he liked to rap it was more about the sounds that he was making than the words he was saying yeah and so like he fought he would find pockets in the beat and like just say words that hit those pockets well. And so like wh when I read that, I was like, oh, like, cause sometimes I'd be feeling like you, like I'm listening to some village and I'm like, these niggas aren't saying shit, <laughs> right? But like, yeah. they really aren't like intentionally, yeah. right? Like they like their goal is to like create certain sounds with their voice yeah. that contribute to the beat in different ways. Mm -hmm. And um, when you listen to them with that understanding, I feel like you get it more. Okay. So, I don't know. All right. Well, I think that should wrap it up for our tribute for Like Water for Chocolate. I do yeah, think this yeah. album deserves a tribute, even if it's not one of my favorites. Um, I think that, yeah, given some of the albums that we've, we've discussed, you know, the fact that we didn't make it a classic for B, right? right? Uh, I do like this album way more than I like B. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I think Common is just better on here. And I think mm -hmm. musically, while I respect what Kanye did, it's just kind of like, eh. well, we don't have to, yeah. we don't have to relit, we don't have to relitigate that one. <laughs> All good, yeah. So, but yeah, um, thanks for joining us. Peace. All right, y'all. Peace. Is here. Yeah, it's common sense. With DJ Premier, we gonna help y'all see clear. It's real hip hop music from the soul, y'all. Yeah, second, yeah. The perseverance of a rebel, I drop heavier levels, it's unseen to heard. A king with words, can't knock the hustle, but I've seen street dreams deferred. Dark spots in my mind where the scene occurred. Some say I'm too deep, I'm in too deep to sleep. Through me, Muhammad will forever speak Greek. Brothers with handshakes on ghetto landscapes, where a man is determined by how much a man makes. Cop cognacs and spit old raps with young cats with cigarettes in their ear. Nickerich stay appear under the fubu is a guru that's untapped. Wanna be in the rap race, but ain't ran one lap. Ran so far from the streets that you can't come back. You tripping with nowhere to unpack. Forgot that. B, the way other folks love it. You know, I don't think they comment, like comment is boring on B for me. For yeah. the totality of the album, he's boring. He's not boring on this at all. I don't think I agree. But You think he's boring on this? 
Oh no no! I, oh, I like, you don't you don't, don't think, think he's, he's boring, boring on B? On B. That's, fine, right? that's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. I think fine. B is is concise, and I think that while common can be boring, period. Yeah. Um, I don't think that B is boring. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah, that's just how that's just how I feel about it. What, what can I say? That's just how I feel. So you know, if I don't like it, I don't like it. That I don't mean, mean that I'm hating. hating. It's true. <laughs> I uh, Nate, that's what did you say? Nate said. Um, only thoughts he said he ended up sending me something before he said only thoughts regarding why why you be shitting on common as like if i don't like it i don't like it that don't mean i'm hating he just started laughing that's funny all right whenever you're ready <laughs>